Okay, uh, let's do the intro and This week, we cover the sad saga of Blizzard, the return of some old skins, and cover the Countdown Cup. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another week of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast. Um, yeah, we're, we're back at it again. It's been a weird, it's been a weird week. We're recording this a day late at pretty much almost midnight because it's been like tech week for Pride and Prejudice and and we're ready but like it's been been a lot of work this week i have not been sleeping or eating as healthily as i should but how are you kevin how you doing i'm doing okay i was able to attend a weeb convention <gasps> online uh An internet yeah not weeb convention internet weeb convention so uh last weekend was crunchyroll expo there's and... a crunchyroll expo Oh yeah, uh, I, I've been to when when they had it in person. It was in San Jose. Um, I went to both of them that were hmm. on like on premise, I guess. How you, what you like a uh, like an actual live con? Um, but this year they did virtual Crunchyroll Expo. They did it last year too uh, during quarantine. Um, I didn't catch last year's, but I caught this year's, which is pretty uh-huh. solid. Um, Crunchyroll just got acquired by Funimation, right? Yes, that's another like kind of big thing. So. Um, I'm kind of happy about that, too, because now they don't have to fight over, oh, we need this streaming rights or this streaming rights. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, Sony just be like, these two together, and I'll be like, yes, sign me up for that. Um, Because Funimation and Crunchyroll tend to, like, cover everything that, like, I want to watch anime-wise, and then they all just put it together so I can just binge it all in one sitting Mm -hmm. alone. Um, but the whole thing of Crunchyroll Expo was it was kind of like video clips. Um, and then they had some events that were live, um, where you had to tune in and see like, okay, what was going on? Mm. Um, the video ones were really well done. Um, they had one with the anime man sitting down with, uh, people from Kadokawa, who is like one of the biggest, like, uh manga distributors and they sat in this really cool library i want to find it uh i'm just gonna type in cool library (laughs) but yeah it was interesting to see like what they were coming out with like what they're what they're kind of leaning towards um and then like they said oh we're gonna try to get manga translations done um within the first day of release in japan so that people around the world can read it digitally um if they want it and i'm like oh okay that's cool that's very it's very nice um and then yeah everything else was like interviews with like uh with athletes and how anime has inspired them we've i sat down and i watched um i watched how to get a job at Crunchyroll, which would be really nice um interesting and then what there was one other one that was like really oh they were showing um the english voice actors playing the demo of the new 
um, a Demon Slayer game. The uh, the fighting one. You still have to watch that. Yeah, so it was made by the same people who did like the Naruto like 3D games, so that was really oh, fun to look at. Like Uzumaki Chronicles back in the day? Or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like those ones, you know, uh, what, what were the other Naruto games? I'll just check Steve. I just know that there were the fighting games and then there was the Uzumaki Chronicles, which like everyone was like super excited for. And I played like five minutes of it and I got super repetitive. So I'm like... It was, it's like Ninja Storm. Oh, like the, okay. I the remember fighting those. ones. Yeah. yeah. I had uh, Shinobi Strikers and stuff like that. Yeah. So those guys got together and made a Demon Slayer game, which I'm kind of excited for. Um, I like the art in it. I mean, I like the art of Demon Slayer in general, but um, being able to translate that to 3D was, was really cool to see and just everybody playtesting it. So yeah. um, hopefully they have that up somewhere. Um, Crunchyroll YouTube probably but yeah other than that I've just been watching a bunch of stuff with my friends uh, trying to get through movies and series that I haven't watched in a long time um, so let's see what I finished Kobayashi's Dragon Maid with a friend because he's never seen it um, so we watched that I watched Suicide Squad um, I watched Space Jam and I watched, uh, I watched Close Enough. Um, have, you, have you heard of Close Enough? No, I have not. Okay, so do you remember Regular Show? Of course. So the creator, Gigi Quintel, was like, hey, Regular Show, all right, hear me out. No animals, okay? But like really adult swim-like. And I'm like, oh, hmm. wait, I think I, I think I've heard of this. Yeah, I, I saw <laughs> yeah, I saw the trailers for it like a long time ago and I was like, where do I find this? Uh and then I <laughs> I found it and I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it. And I'm like, this is how is this not on Adult Swim? Like, how is this like literally it's done in the Cartoon Network studio? Um and stuff like that. Like they have the Cartoon Network like clapboard thing in the in the middle of the whole production. So I'm like, this is how is this not cashed in by adult slim like literally it's on hbo max and it's just kind of them doing their own thing and i'm like this would be perfect for that uh either it was a missed opportunity or you know they were like oh you can't you can't do that we can't have you like tied from like regular show to this and i'm like oh come on man like it's it was really it's really funny if you guys have hbo max or find some other way to watch it uh definitely would recommend right now does does Space Jam get better on a second watch at all? Okay, I feel like if watching Space Jam again, like, uh, I turned on my director brain and I was like, this is too much. <laughs> uh, I got to turn it off. So halfway, halfway through the video or halfway through the movie again, I was like, let's have fun again. And I did. And I was like, yeah, this is as ridiculous as the for space jam and if you just take it in terms of like this movie's having fun it's not supposed to be you know something that's insanely like tough to think about just do it that way and you'll enjoy life that much more like you'll enjoy the movie that much more if you turn off your brain so you um, can't you can't you just can't have a brain yeah you just gotta not have a brain during the movie you just gotta be like oh look look funny funny looney tune oh, oh. uh <laughs> 
Uh, ooh, ooh, funny, funny Warner Brothers uh, Don Cheadle. And you're like, okay. Uh, and then if you overthink it, you're like, why? What? Excuse me? Like, ex- that's not LeBron's son. Like, that, uh... <laughs> Don Cheadle? How is he not Captain Planet? Like, you know. <laughs> Just things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But it, it's fun. It It was definitely, like... It's a better movie if you don't have brain uh, when watching it. So, highly, highly agree with turning off your brain. Hmm. Uh, how are How are you, Matt? How was your week? Uh, how How's the play going? Oh, it's been a it's been a week, my dude. It's been a week. So it's Tech Week for um for Pride and Prejudice. So if you haven't if you don't know what Tech Week is, it's like if you if you're in a sport, it's Hell Week. It's just crank it on to like super full look at every minuscule detail get everything ready to open and perform because we uh we open we're recording this at midnight pretty much on thursday night we open uh at 8 p.m so 20 hours so less than 24 hours we open for the play um on monday it was still pretty rough but i think we today going through it we pretty much got it into a really good spot so um should be good. Should be good. Again, I, I barely have an, a role. I'm just background character, but I just I just wanted to be in a production again. I didn't want to have to like devote super amounts of time to like learning roles or being at every single rehearsal. So, um, yeah, I just I just took a basic ensemble background role, and it's it's pretty good. I get to wear a a, a really a makeshift red coat outfit of like the british red coats i feel more like a matador than a red coat but it's okay it's red (laughs) um what else oh okay so so kevin you know how i i started this new job with with the dc peoples and and Mm -hmm. i I have my full-time job right i've been trying to get this job for three years right and i finally got it um and also during that same three-year period of time I was also trying to get a job back with Variety because after my internship ended, they just didn't have any positions available. And I've just been trying for for three years to get back a job with them, right? And so I'm coming up on my one month working with DMM. And then I get an email that says, hey, Matt, we we have an opening for a TV reporter job. Do you want it? And I'm just like, God damn it. You could not have contacted me maybe two months ago. You, you just have to like, <laughs> you have to do this to me now. You couldn't have contacted me two years ago with this. Yeah. Like, really? Really? It was like, I'm happy. I was happy. I was happy floating in space, looking at the stars. Um, no, I was, I was happy doing this and I'm still happy. I still really enjoy this job, but it's like, now you're now you're just now you're making me wonder about the variant of me that decided to take that job instead. <laughs> yeah. You gotta what go what catastrophic thing happened there that <laughs> that happens to that we have to prune that timeline? Exactly. But what what one change did you have to do? Did you not have to did you not cover your mouth like one time when you sneezed and then this that's what led to that or you know Ugh. but um, I pitched a, a, a freelance story and the person I was talking to is like, oh, 
okay, that sounds pretty interesting. Uh, no guarantees we'll run it, but talk to me after Memorial Day and we'll see if we can fit it in the schedule for things to run. So um, at least I might be able to actually finally, after three years, get an approved freelance pitch with them. So yeah. Um, and besides that, it's just been, it's been very interesting at work. Um, I don't know if any of y'all pay attention to comic book stuff, but Tim Drake, the third Robin, was just revealed as bisexual in the comments. And people have feelings. Some people are like, oh my God, this is fantastic. We finally have representation. Or like, we know we've been, we've known he's been bisexual for years. Finally, they're acknowledging it. And then there's people who are like, why you make him buy? Why do you make him kiss boys? Uh, now my four-year-old can't read your comic. Like legitimately, there was some dude who commented, now I'm not letting my four-year-old read your comics anymore. Like, four-year-old doesn't know what's going on. He just sees picture and is like, Robin picture. Yeah. So it's been it's been interesting moderating those comments online. Yeah, it's just like it's a part of the character. It, like that shouldn't change. That doesn't change who they are. They're a good character, you know. Like if you follow them, still, you know, he's still Robin. He's still, yeah. he's still the same character. He just kisses boys and girls now. Like, cool. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. um, but you saw Suicide Squad. What'd you think? Yeah. Um, first thing, I was like, is this a dog? Um, second, <laughs> second, uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was fun. It was, a, it was a good movie. I thought it was a fun movie. Um, I was like, First thing that came to mind was like, oh, this is James Gunn. Like, this is, you know, literally like Guardians of the Galaxy director, like, you know, from the first one. I'm like, okay. It's just Guardians of the Galaxy, but with DC characters. Yeah. And I was like, this is fun. Um, and then I was like, Pete Davidson. Uh, oh, my God. Goes up for like a little bit. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's cool. So um, I like Pete Davidson. So just his very brief presence in the movie is just like, thank you. He's not in it for much longer. I was like that. They literally just made this whole thing like at the intro, just to like, you know, throw us off for the rest of it. But I liked it. Right. I, I honestly had fun with all the, you know, all the other characters we meet. Um, and I just thought, yeah, this is just a, if James Gunn was allowed to go off with guardians of the galaxy, it would have been what, the suicide squad is mm -hmm. um like if if we were allowed to see you know more groot like literally run through people with the roots uh he's done it once but like we couldn't see like the gore or anything it's disney <laughs> yeah it's disney you can't do that uh or like drax the destroyer like straight up cutting people in half like that would have been you know that <laughs> that would have been allowed here <laughs> And like I was telling you earlier, I like, I feel bad for Starro. I really yeah. did. Because he's like, oh, that last, his last line, it's like, damn, y'all made me feel yeah. bad for a giant kaiju alien starfish. With yeah, my like, powers. Just, just let him go back up to space, man. Like, just shoot him back up there, you know? Like, no shit, he's going to be angry. You experimented on him for 30 years. Well, shall we get to sad things now, Kevin? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Okay. 
Time for sad talk, everybody. Okay, so um, we're, we're this most of this episode's gonna just be updates after what happened last week with the whole or two weeks ago technically, um, but what we talked about last week with the whole fallout from from Blizzard being sued into high heaven for being super disgusting with its female workers and male men workers too, like they're they according to this complaint also received some sexual harassment and discrimination um talked about the elephant walk last week (laughs) oh boy um yeah but so to start off blizzard has now lost a lot more sponsors like what i was saying last week how now that t-mobile left it opens the door for other uh for the other sponsors to leave um so first off, the really big ones that left were Coca-Cola, Kellogg, and State Farm. So Coca-Cola, of course, we had a lot of really big promotion. Like there was always Coca-Cola featured throughout a lot of their um, their advertisements or their uh, their segments. Like when we were talking to um, Nika and Oak, like Nika said, like she had to drink like three cans of Coke just to get the shot that they wanted. Um, but yeah, so of course they are a big big partner and it's going to really hit blizzard to lose them because they sponsored both call of duty league and overwatch league i believe um kellogg uh the brand they were the ones who provided the sponsorship of pringles and cheese it's then if you're, you remember cheese at crunch time and the, the pringles stuff that they always did when they were doing their their weird stuff last year trying to create random content Pringles and Cheez-Its were very prominently featured um, and, and Kellogg has pulled out and then State Farm, the insurance company um, actually really wasn't aware that they were <laughs> in, uh, sponsoring Overwatch League, but I guess they were. Um, so in, in statements provided to um, the post, uh, the publication, the post, uh, a spokesperson for State Farm said that the insurance provider is quote, reevaluating our limited marketing relationship with the Overwatch League um, and then they requested that none of their advertisements run during matches this weekend. Um, they first partnered with Overwatch League, I guess, two years ago in 2019. Um, and again, I guess it was a very limited partnership because, I mean, I didn't really, I wasn't aware of it. Um, and then for Coca-Cola, they said that they're aware of the allegations surrounding Blizzard and they've been monitoring the situation, quote, We are working with our partners at Blizzard as we take a step back for a moment to revisit future plans and programs. Um, And so there are also other minor sponsors or not minor, but like less prominent sponsors, I guess. Um, Xfinity, IBM with the IBM Watson stuff, TeamSpeak and Toyota. Um, They're also sponsors. And so far they've remained quiet. Um, I guess if you're watching, maybe pay attention to see what advertisements they may be running this, excuse me, uh, what they may be running this week to see if there's anything. Um, I think last week uh, there were still ads running for Coca-Cola and for um, Cheez-Its and stuff. So I guess this is very much a, a this week thing that they're, they're changing that. But this is really bad news because that's so much money gone and like how blizzard's not making any money off off of this yet just especially because we 
aren't really getting the home stands. But like without the sponsors, they really are going to be hemorrhaging money on this. So this is a bad sign for the future survival of Blizzard Esports. Yeah, this is definitely a, a a red flag. Like the second like a ton of sponsors pull out, like you know that, you know, you're not going to start having funding, you're not going to be able to, you know, pay your players and your talent and your production staff. So, um I do think that this this is honestly well like they have to deal with their own thing right now, but considering uh the future of the league this is probably not gonna not gonna fly and they're either gonna have to find new sponsors or you know we we might not have a league to cover but like who's gonna sponsor them now i i don't i don't know don't don't ask me <laughs> i mean if you're sponsoring them now you're pretty like if you i mean if you're a new sponsor especially and I, I i don't i don't know how i would comment on like current sponsors i mean a little bit in that aspect as well but i feel like if you're coming in to them as a sponsor now you're just saying that like i don't care about sexual harassment and unequal opportunities for advancement in the workplace that's fine with me and i, I mean i can think of a few companies that might be um supportive of that but like you don't want that you don't want those sponsors because the second you pick up those sponsors like the more progressive minded or like the female uh base of your support just goes away yeah i don't i i would not sponsor the overwatch league now and uh all things considered like this is just it's not bad for it, this is just terrible for the league in general like you're losing all your sponsors you gotta figure out how you're gonna make money not only for your half but also like your initial investors so i don't i don't know what this is gonna lead to it's not it's not bad it's terrible <laughs> yeah it is yeah yeah it's not it's not bad it's only it's only going downhill from here so continuing on in this in this sad saga um also i i forgot that king is also part of activision blizzard it's activision blizzard king technically but no one pays attention to king because all they've done is stupid candy crush <laughs> uh but so apparently activision blizzard king had a, a abk women's network which was just a network of women within abk who I just did a network to to communicate together and just uh, connect with other women who are working for the company. Um, so the executive sponsor of this ne women's network, Frances Townhend, stepped down. She still works for Blizzard. She just stepped down as the head of this women's network because I, I guess people weren't happy with her due to the way she handled everything at the beginning. Um, she was the woman who's like, Oh, this is frivolous. This is untrue. This is garbage. Um, and from her own pri uh, private, not private, but her own personal Twitter, she tweeted out an article that's like the problem with whistleblowing. So even though she was the head of this women's network, she was clearly not in support of the women of Blizzard. So I'm guessing due to pressure 
I, I don't think it's going to be for conscious sake, the conscience sake. Uh, I think it's probably from just internal pressure from other women to have her step down and she has. So, and again, like she's still employed by Blizzard and like technically nothing she did per se was as far as we know, wrong. It's just very tasteless. So um, more, I guess more leadership changes are, are still going on within Blizzard um, to, to continue on with that thread. I mean, um, th- we did, not we, but Blizzard did fire a few more people. Um, so namely, the, the big one is Jesse McCree who of course was the uh the namesake for our our beloved cowboy man um Jesse McCree was part of the whole Cosby sweet nonsense disgustingness that happened so um August 11th he was fired uh I believe in addition to him the uh Diablo 4 game director uh Louis Bariga and World of Warcraft designer Jonathan LaCraft also were released from Blizzard. Um, so at, at the very least, there is some accountability going on now, now that it's public knowledge, uh, and now that it's not just internal. Um, this gives a little bit of hope to people who have been trying to, uh, ever since this information came out, get uh, the, the actual character in the game Overwatch, Jesse McCree, trying to get his name changed, um, whether it be by lore or or whatever. Um, so so those changes are coming. In addition to that, like Sideshow and Bren, during their cast, they stopped referring to him as the cowboy altogether. As McCree, um, so Sideshow and Bren stopped referring to him as McCree. They just started calling him the cowboy. And when uh, fans pointed it out on Twitter, both of them liked the comment. So like indicating that this was a very conscious choice to them. And then some of the other casters like chimed in. It's like, oh, this is actually a really good idea. So we may be seeing more of that, just referring to him as generically the cowboy. Um, but yeah, what, what are your thoughts on the, all, a lot? This is a lot of change coming to Blizzard staff. So what are you thinking about this, Kevin? I mean, staff-wise, they, they have to address the problem um, by, you know, firing those who are in the loop, essentially. Like, people who have ties to all the terrible things that they've done, you know? Um, I do like the way how they're sidestepping, uh, you know, calling the cowboy by his name, you know? Um, Sideshow and Bren are, they definitely knew what they were doing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for somebody to call Yeeha. Um, <laughs> I would pull that out. I would be like, yeah, Ye- uh, Yeeha is just, uh, you know, out there pulling out the dead eye, you know, from the, from the distance. Um, I could, I could see Yeeha. We could call him, you know, the, the, the gun child. I don't know. He just, just na- I mean, they're all good children except for well, Hammer Man and ha- Hammer Mace Man, and MC Hammer and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Mace in my pocket. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but like they could clearly like come up with other names for you know the the, the cow man. Yeah. Um, it, but yeah, I do think that this is a smart idea. Um, and yeah, I'm glad that 
Sideshow and Brandon, hopefully more casters will get on board with with that call. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely is something that's going to take people a little bit of time to get used to. Um, you right. can't like just change the the vocabulary of somebody who's been casting the game for a while. So it's just going to be a matter of you know mm-hmm. being conscious of it and being able to change it uh, then and there. But I do think that you know Blizzard has to take the right steps in order to kind of redeem themselves as a company. Yeah. Um, and you know if it does take taking a huge financial hit from like all these sponsors pulling out to firing you know people who shouldn't be in positions of power um and so on and so forth i know that this is gonna help them later down the line now what do you think about like the actual besides getting rid of the actual real person scumbag jesse mccree what do you think about the the push to get i know we talked about this last week um but the push to get the name changed and and now that he's actually been fired and it looks like blizzards are taking steps to like ingratiate themselves back with um the fandom what do you think the actual like likelihood of them actually changing the name jesse mccree is i think that they'll do it i think that it's it's just a matter of time and you know internally how are you going to change it um we've heard the idea that you know oh jesse mccree has been an alias for you know the cowboy character forever so now we get to learn his true identity and if so um could you make that a could you make that an event like if you really want to cash in on it just like be like the the hidden files and it's like you have to go and find you know records and you you find out what you know the the yeehaw man's true name is um and then we like some players will just be like okay yeah, i'll play it just for the story aspect of it but um another thing is i mean like it depends on how long this character needs to be in the game but uh see if they do anything moving forward into the next you know the the next iteration of the game so um i do think that they'll find a way how to change it um hopefully sooner than later maybe we'll have a you know big update during blizzcon or something like that they'll tell us something that's going on um but honestly mm-hmm. like i do feel like this is going to be definitely a harder like thing to tackle lore wise but i think that it's the right idea yeah because I was, I was talking to some people um i know who play the game and like one of them uh one of them said like uh his, his perspective is, is is not to dwell on it and like changing the name won't really do anything like he's he's known to the the fandom as jesse mccree like changing it doesn't really do much it, it just it's a lot it's performative um and then another person i talked to said like and my my point was like changing the name doesn't really hurt anything it doesn't affect anybody in the fandom only like it it could only benefit but an interesting perspective is is that like and we talked about it last week with like the deadlock rebels book how his name is in the book it's like for, for for the fan fiction writing community um that have been using the mccree name for for forever it's like 
it makes it a lot harder for them because then they have to go back and like retcon a lot of their the the writing that they've done. So interesting perspectives. I mean, I'm still of the mind that um just change it because if you don't change it and it's like even if Jesse McCree is gone from the company, he can still go back and say, "Hey, that character's named after me." Until, unless you you've removed that from him. So it's like it, it's still giving him some kind of I wouldn't call it a victory, but it's still a feather in his cap and, and that he worked at Blizzard and, and that they named this incredibly popular character after him. Yeah, they they need to figure out how they're going to do it and I do agree, you know, we are going to change the name eventually. Um and yeah, just don't give them any like tied to the game. And if you know, you do have to change it, you the people at Blizzard are smart enough to come up with a new cowboy name. I mean, just just th- throw put names on a dartboard just or just, you know, throw some money at Clint Eastwood, maybe that'll work. Uh <laughs> We'll, we'll see. Just name him after a Clint Eastwood character or just watch an old Western. Literally, there's thousands of old Westerns and just take a name from an old Western. Yeah, exactly. Like Seriously. It, it's totally fine that way. We'll take it. It's not that hard. Like, honestly, if you called him Yeehaw McCowboy Man, I would be fine. <laughs> I would I would play Yeehaw McCowboy Man uh, any day. This, this is an interesting that I found while, while looking up a little bit more about what, what kind of happened, especially surrounding like Jesse McCree. So Blizzard's excuses, um, according to, to some of the articles and like stuff I was looking at, and then like, normally I would have researched this a lot more intensively, um, but goddamn tech week, I didn't have time. Um, but according to Blizzard, what, what their explanation for why they called it the, um, the Cosby suite, get this, Kevin, was because the room that they called the Cosby suite resembled an ugly office building suite that reminded them of an old ugly sweater that Bill Cosby would wear on the Cosby show. Uh, that's not, that's not good. That's a mm-hmm. pretty, um, I, I don't know how to say that. It's a really shitty excuse i mean the bro like, uh-huh. like first of all don't don't you, you shouldn't have named it that just do it it's, it's bad you might as well have just called it like the roofy room like bro like it, it's that bad uh but you can't just be like oh yeah the the like i don't go into rooms and be like oh yeah this is called the uh, the the bridesmaid room because the the curtains are white or something like that, right? Like nobody does that. So yeah, it, it's not, it's not good. And not, it doesn't stop there. I mean, of course, I mean, there's probably, there's more that I, I wasn't able to, to finish researching, but um, according to the people who are, are part of this nonsense, um, the quote unquote hot chicks that they were talking about bringing up to the room to do, their their unspeakable abuses to um they were talking about their wives 
Kevin. Oh yeah, sure, sure, buddy. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll believe that. Sure. Uh, it, <laughs> you you go on a a business. You you really think that your your wives are gonna be at freaking BlizzCon? Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> first of all, no, they don't. They won't celebrate that. They hear enough of your bullshit when you get home, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. that, that's just normal. Like, you don't you don't go out and like. Why would why would you go to your your husband's company meeting? When there's a billion people there, like that's number one. But like it, it, it may seem like a party, but still, like it's not like a, you know, it's it's not a, a very romantic place. Like who, yeah. who wants to go into the lobby and be like, oh yeah, you know what? That cosplayer of 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 Reinhardt is just like making me wet. Nobody, I don't think I've ever. <laughs> Mm, the, the, the those words of never body odor. Yeah, mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. This distinct smell of lack of deodorant knowledge <laughs> is like really increasing my my primal mode. Okay, it's like no, that's not how that's not how that works. Okay, like nobody goes to a con and be like, "Yo, this is hot." Like no. Okay, like yeah. <laughs> uh, especially when you're when you're stuck with the person normally. All right, so like yeah, just uh, no. Uh, we don't we don't believe that shit like looking at the conversation too if you look at it it doesn't make sense just the things that they were saying it's like in context of it being your wives it still doesn't make sense and and like for me like this whole the whole excuses thing that they're they're dropping it's like just give up guys you're caught making the excuses makes you look worse they're so stupid no one believes them so at at this point like it would have just been better for you to own up to being the shitty person you are instead of trying to weasel your way out of it with like lies that even a toddler could see through. Yeah. Just, just own up to it. GG. That's it. Well, anyway, moving on to misery of a different sort. Uh, Metro, if you know who Metro is, uh, we've talked about Metro before, but Metro is a a more or less respected leaker of of Overwatch and Blizzard information. Like Metro has been wrong before a couple of times, but I think track record wise, Metro has been correct in leaking and predicting a lot of these things enough so that people will consider Metro a reliable source. Um, but in spite of the initial reports that Blizzard has hit a milestone with Overwatch 2 development, uh, they're ready to release some news, some good news to the community. Um, and, and seemingly contradictory news to that, Metro is saying that uh there there's a it's very unlikely we'll see overwatch 2 this year and that it is now being pushed to 2023 release because according to metro and some other leakers the new maps are ready the characters are ready the campaign is ready but the change to a 5v5 format has caused problems with balance that they didn't predict when they changed it's a 5v5 and then when they were originally working on the game so now they have to go back and retool all of the original characters 
so that they're not hilariously busted. Yeah, um, that's what happens when you change the game. <laughs> yeah, things are gonna get broken. That that's kind of how it is. Like you can't have like the same level of pressure or like the same level uh, you can't expect the same level of gameplay when you take away a character you know from a game um i mean if you watch hockey right like if if a player goes to the penalty box like that just swings the way how you play the game completely like the, the team with more players are always on the offense and like the defense is only there to like swat things away as as far as they can um but yeah i i do think that you know these changes are really big um and it is going to take a long time to kind of figure that out um another thing like i do agree like metro has been pretty consistent on his leaks um like he's not like his track record isn't you know 100 percent, but it is yeah. you know in the positive so that's something that we we do take into consideration. Um, so Overwatch 2, let's just say, you know, Metro is correct and it doesn't come out until 2023. Um, I, I feel like not only because you have all this to deal with first, um, but also you can't really work on something if, you know, the, the workplace isn't safe in general. Yeah. Um, so I do understand, like, this getting pushed back. Um, and I do think that it, it's a typical Blizzard thing. It, it's called, you know, polished until ready. And then they'll essentially like put in so much effort to make this game work. And then they won't like, they'll, they'll make the game, but it takes them so much longer because they want everything to be perfect on initial release. And that that's just something that, you know blizzard's done forever but i feel like this is kind of it it's double-edged really like let's say that the downside is you're gonna lose the momentum of you know all of your overwatch fans like if we're already dwindling that's one thing like God. the the second that you know I, I hate to say it but the second that valorant hit the scene right you lost all of your pros um they were like, oh, a new, a new frontier, a new place to go and, you know, play play a game that could potentially get us more money. Um, yeah, sure. Terminate my contract. I'm going to go sign with somebody else or I'm going to keep it within the same, you know, organization, but, you know, just transfer divisions, right? Um, but then on top of that, like, there's no updates that have made the game different. Um, we, we've only gotten skins and like, we have like seasonal events and stuff like that. Like, yay, we, we, we log in to get a skin, I guess. Um, but like, that's not going to keep us invested in Overwatch as a game, right? Um, you can get us to come back like every once in a while, but really it it's more like being forced to show up at Thanksgiving, you know, it's like. <laughs> Like oh you 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 brought you brought the skin okay yeah we'll we'll show up I guess um, we'll play our minimum games and then get out right yeah um, but 
yeah, the, you're going to lose so many people, and it's only going to get worse the longer this game takes, right? Um, but I do understand what the plus side of this would be, where, let's say if you do lose, you know, you do lose the league, you do lose, you know, fans from Overwatch 1, um, you don't have a lot of people continuing to play besides people who need to play it for, you know, a profession. Um and then you drop Overwatch 2 being this brand new thing, a brand new, like, different mentality going into it. You have a different company. It can be a fresh start, um, which would be good for, you know, newer players. Older players would probably come back and be like, okay, we'll see what they changed. We'll see how, you know, this game plays out now. Um, but it's definitely, like, it's going to be interesting to see how many fans stick around um, to go either continue and play Overwatch or to just say, like, okay, we'll wait till the next one. And the longer you guys take on, you know, developing it and coming out with it, it is going to hurt the fan base. Um, but you got to bank on nostalgia when whenever you drop Overwatch 2. Hmm. Interesting. Nostalgia for, for this five-year-old game. <laughs> yeah um, it, it sounds like it's been ages but it it's kind of it kind of is ages when it comes down to like uh lifespans of normal like video games usually you know we we play it and then we're like okay that was cool for you know a year and then we're done um i mean best example is like what happened to fall what is it fall fall guys what the fall Fall people, fall beans, whatever the hell that game was. Uh, yeah, nobody, nobody plays that anymore. Uh, it was a phase. Yeah, we, we, we all have it still sitting in our Steam library. Let me check it real quick. Yeah, it was called Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. But like, who plays that still, right? Uh, yeah, no, I've, I haven't touched it in months. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's there, but if we, uh, Unless there's like a big event or something that's like insane, we're not gonna be, you know, hopping on that train anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And to kind of go along with this as well, uh, there was a rumor that the Overwatch League was going to take a year-long hiatus before returning for season five in order to match up with that review date, or not review date, um, in order to match up with that release date. Um, and so like Kevin, you, you've obviously, you floated this idea a couple of times as the year just, I mean, as the league just takes a year off to regroup and wait. Um, again, that this is the rumor that was floating around, but according to John Spector, that's, that's not going to happen. Like a, a year long hiatus, according to him was not in any considerations that uh, for, for the league, which like, it kind of it, his his words were we have not set nor communicated ideas about our 2022 season yet but do not plan to take a year long hiatus in any scenario we are considering currently so he said it's they're not going to take a year long but i feel like maybe that that language is very specific and that maybe they'll take an extended break in between seasons so like maybe a 9 month break it's not a year that's not 12 months of, of hiatus but like 
it's still a very long hiatus while they wait for the game. Yeah, it'll be 364 days. Uh, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I do feel like they they said that they don't want to take a break, but I do feel like it's like you do lose the momentum. I understand like stopping it would would hurt the league more than you know having to shut down and yeah remake the league. But at the same time, it feels like you know you have so much stuff on your plate. You really gotta deal with it. And then the the next thing that like you know mentally for me, you know, I come from the casting half of it. It's like you saw what happened with the talent, the talent pool. You know, you had, you know, certain people leave. You had, uh, you you had, you know, salary discussions and salary, uh, like discrepancies when it came to how much your your caster should be paid. Um, if you do have another year in the league, right? You've just lost all your sponsors. How are you going to keep that side happy? You know? Yeah. Um, that's another thing that's like going through my head. Um, and then on top of that, we still haven't gotten anything from, you know, Mr. Jeff Kaplan. Like, I understand, like, mm-hmm. he's he's done with the company, but, like, did he know anything else besides this? Um, and was his leaving really just because of the change of format uh, or was there something else that really did play into that? So um, yeah, we'll definitely have to take a peek and see what, what Blizzard comes back with, you know? Yeah. Although on the bright side from August 11th to the 24th, you can get some old overwatch league skins so you can get Jonax, Octopus, Zenyatta, um, the San Francisco Shocks, Doomfist, the Goats, Brig, and the Spitfire, Winston skins for 100 tokens each. And again, um, it's five tokens for every single hour of live Overwatch League content that you watch. So, I mean, if you ever wanted one of those skins and you have the Overwatch League tokens, they're going to be available for a limited time. Although this is not going to distract the, us from the garbage fire that is Blizzard yeah, right now. Exactly. Uh, the, this doesn't hide anything. Like this is just to this is just to promote people watching the the league. And you know, I put uh, you can't see it right now, but you know, we're putting watch in quotation marks because we know who you are. We we know we you do it. We I do it on occasion. But like you know, you're just gonna turn on your you're gonna you're gonna leave youtube on and then just uh you know just let the uh let the algorithm do its thing let let youtube run idly as you enjoy the rest of your evening uh so yeah for the most part you you can just idle it during you know the overwatch league and then just cash in your tokens when they come in I'll turn on my YouTube browser because like the APAC region is at night here. Like when normal people who have who have jobs or, or, or stuff are, are supposed to be asleep. So I'll just turn on the browser and go to sleep and I'll wake up in the morning and I'll have my tokens. Yeah. Uh, like also conspicuously absent from this list, of course, is the uh, 
the the alien Zarya skin, which was previously removed because of, um, again, more harassment by the person that that skin was honoring. So, um, I, I, I'm not sure this is the best time for them to do this because this again brings up memories and con and just tying it back to another person who was part of Blizzard's esport that has now been disgraced for his disgusting conduct. Yeah, it's not really helping their case at all. Uh, for lack of a better term, it's just this is not good. Um, yeah, they they really have to like erase all of that. I mean, like they took away the Zarya skin. That's kind of like obvious, but I I don't know what else they would give us here. I mean, the one that I would I would definitely pay tokens for now. Uh, that I missed it, and I know that I would want it is the Roadhog Pachimari skin. Uh -huh. Um. But I don't know if they'll ever bring back some of those event ones, you know, like Bastet right. and Bastet Ana and like all the other ones that were like, you know, exclusive in that fact. They definitely should. Um, and I, I saw some people are saying, like, if you really want to bring back some skins, you should bring back that Pink Mercy skin that people will pay for and then donate mm -hmm. the money again to the breast cancer research like you did the last time. Like that yeah, would be that would be i guess a some small way to get a little bit of of goodwill from the fan base again well that's that's pretty much it for all the news this week i mean that's that's catching y'all up on the sad saga of blizzard for right now um anything else that you want to talk about kevin um not really i've been playing uh, like I've been, I've been trying to pace myself on stream a little bit more, so I'm not streaming as often, but, uh, if you guys do want to catch me, you know, I'm Kanashi GG at, on Twitch. Um, and yeah, I've just been playing Pokemon Unite. That's all that's been on my, on my mind for a past couple days. And yeah, um, my son has been playing it on a team together. Ooh. I am oh. not. I've been busy. They'll they'll play during my work hours, so it's like, oh, okay. Go. Well, I'm working. Yeah, I'm I'm on the grind right now. Um, I can confidently say I am in ultra class now. Ooh. Um. Uh, so I am, what one, two, three, four, like full ranks away from being world class or world oh, world snap. ranked. So I have I have a little bit of a grind. I've been doing it like I feel like the hardest part about that is I do it, my game solo. Like I do not have a team. Um I know that there are discords and stuff where I can sign up and find people, but um the I feel like when you do get into a group and if everybody is in sync, it's it's ultimate bliss. It's like it's insane. But the second that you get like one teammate who you know that is in your group that doesn't see eye to eye it like throws off everything so um I, i'm i'd rather have people yell at me for for doing what i do best than uh 
than trying to conform to whatever they tried to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, that, that's just part of the game. And it it's kind of fun in that fact. Um, another thing, if we get around to it, let's see. Okay, yeah. This weekend, if I do get called in, um, I will be casting Valorant for uh, a, a collegiate tournament. So, um, yeah, I will let you guys know if that is the case. Um, otherwise, I will just be chilling this uh, this weekend. Well, if you do get to cast, good luck with that. Um, yeah, thank you guys for for tuning in for a second week of of sad content from us. Um, hopefully, I don't know how long it's going to take for things to, to, to die down on this. Um, obviously don't want to sweep this under the rug, but like it's hard to talk about this, this awful stuff. You guys as as hard as it maybe is for you to listen to it. It sucks to talk about it too. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for tuning in as always. And, um, hopefully you have a great non-harass week thanks guys and we will talk to you soon adios next week we bring you the latest in gaming and pop culture news thanks for listening to this week's episode If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on all social media at Believe in OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at believeinowl at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.